0: Yo, yo, welcome to another (laughs) week um, of Libby's Corner. I kind of chilled this week, too. I mean, there was a couple things that I got into, you know, but I'm waiting on like season premieres of things before I release any reviews. Um, So, yeah, but... I did do a couple of reviews now. Um, Netflix and Sony Animation headed out of the park with Sony's first, I believe, um, animated musical. So, Vivo was everything. It gave me so much life. And <laughs> it's so good. So, I reviewed that. Um, I also got a chance to review Gunpowder Milkshake. I was pleasantly surprised with that as well. Um, and and then for the think piece, because you know I always have to have a a think piece about something going on in in the majority of my episodes, um, where I kind of am just like, hey, okay. Um, this week, I, I get into the whole box office pointing fingers. <laughs> I keep thinking about, um, that old, that clip from that old Spider-Man where it's the two Man and they're like pointing at each other like, you no you, 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 that, the, the fighting going on and the, how the press is feeding this divide that's happening. Um, <laughs> I'm like, y'all realize we are right back into a wave of the panoramic. So, how did that fare last time, y'all? It didn't fare well. So, that's the, that's the thing piece for this week. And then, there's just some news my little news bits and i am so here for it oh my goodness oh my goodness and it just you know, oh my gosh i'm just so happy about both of those both of the both of the little pieces that i talk about so without further ado the intro let's get on into the business What's up y'all? So I was not expecting to love Vivo as much as I do. Vivo is currently streaming on Netflix. It is in partnership with Sony Animation and I just have to wonder what was what's going on there? Are they trying to really like you know, bring Sony on in. You know what I mean? Like, ah, I love, I love this um, collaboration, um, because just the the freedom that's going on with with the creativity, with this whole film. But it's not even just the the film. It's like, you know, the world versus the Mitchells. That was a, an amazing film as well. And so I'm just like... Is... Is Sony the... Is Sony like the new kid? On the animation block? Like, we already knew they had it. You feel me? We knew they had it. Okay? Um, But with them winning that Oscar for... You know, um, Into the Spider-Verse... Excuse me. I think that really helped their cred that film is amazing okay that is one of the best films period of 2019 um what Vivo is able to do though is snatch your attention snatch your wig sn- <laughs> you know and, and get you in involved in the story you're invested in the characters it tears at the heartstrings it makes you cheer on you know the the little miss ma'am it is such a great great movie and I was not expecting to like it as much as I did but it is so good okay so um the film is directed it's co-directed by um, Kirk D'Amico as and um, Brandon Jeffords is written by Kirk D'Amico and um, Quera Alegria Um The cast is pretty, pretty strong here. Um, you know me and Lin-Manuel Miranda are not the best of friends. We've never been that. Um, but he does add his you know, his z- 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 to, t- <laughs> to the to the whole thing. He, of course, wrote the original music. Okay. Um, Zoe Saldana, um, Gloria Estefan, Brian, Tyree Henry is in there, Michael Roker, Nicole Bayer, Juan De Marcos. Like, it is a thick cast. But the star of the show <laughs> is Yanarly Simo. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. (laughs) This... This girl had me... Hollering... Throughout the whole movie. She really is the central character here. Um... And she of course plays an outcast. Which she's cool with being an outcast. She's like, I don't need y'all to tell me who I am. Which... Is cemented and like... (laughs) Just perfect just perfectly um exercise in the song um my own drum honey that is a bop that song is a bop i cannot repeat it enough Go listen to it if you have not listened to it. There's two versions there's the film version, and then there's the remix that's the end credits version, right? It is so (laughs) good. And it's all about embracing and loving on yourself as you are and quit trying to fit into like whatever, you know, whatever construct that is. Oh my goodness, she did such an amazing job in that department, the singing department, and the rapping department, and the acting department. She really did that. I cannot remember a a child star being able to do what this this person did, okay? Um so the basis of the story is a music-loving, loving loving kinkajou. (laughs) Right? Pikachu! No, sorry. But, I mean, there are similarities. Um, Embarks on the journey of a lifetime to fulfill his destiny and deliver a love song for an old friend. Okay? (sighs) Yes, that is the premise of the song. I mean, premise of the movie, but... Oh, there was just so many great things. The animation, of course, is stellar. Um it's I'm just like I think I think Sony trying to take that crown. I think Sony's trying to take that animation crown. Okay? And as much as we love Disney, because you know that's who has the crown, baby. They done had a crown for a really long time. Um <laughs> But it's this type of um, shenanigan going on where I'm like, ah, I think Sony coming for that crown because they're touching on topics that Disney does not, or if they do, it's very like <laughs> covert. You know what I mean? It's deep, deep, deep in the in the spectrum of things going on, but. Vivo is dealing with you know, um childhood depression and oh that's that's hard that's hard to pull off that's hard to pull off, but they did it they did it, um, there was now, as much as I love the movie, there was (laughs) there was this moment, well there was about I want to say almost 10 minutes of film where it just dragged on and um, so the pacing was off it was like they were lost in a situation and so was the script so I was like uh, y'all might want to fix that okay too sweet you might want to fix that next time Um, because that happened with the mitchell's movie as well i got like halfway through it and then i was just like okay what's going on pacing wise like well what's happening what's happening okay let me take a break and come back i didn't take a break this time but i was just like uh can we get back on track so definitely figure that out (laughs) the movie is an hour and 39 minutes like i said those 10 minutes dragged on and so it 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 kind of disrupted the flow of things. But you know, it's still a great movie. Um, honey, like I said, if you have not listened to my own drum, I want that to be nominated for an Oscar. I want that to be nominated for an Oscar. I don't want it. I don't want to hear anything else. <laughs> we know they gonna come with the Oh my gosh, you know I went through all these things. You know they're going to have that. You know that going to be nominated. But what I need is for this song to be nominated. Because it is so invigorating. It is so inspirational. And it is so needed. It's like, especially for what we done went through with this panoramic. Sis. Mm -mm. this is a whole bop it needs to be nominated I will say it again (laughs) this is like the first song of the year from film where I'm like okay it's on my list (laughs) it's on my list for best song Um, but yeah definitely check it out it's on Netflix started streaming over the weekend Um, I had a really really good time I have to give this film like a solid 4.2 it is a solid 4.2 that pacing problem dropped it a lot because I don't think the film 100% recovered from that so yeah but other than that go watch this movie go watch this movie oh my goodness Here I was, had my entire podcast ready for this week, and Lizzo and Cardi B drops the video and single for Rumors. This is Lizzo's like f- first real new music since... I want to say, what, 2018? But because her, you know, that album took off, um, like what, it was almost a year later. Um, you know, everybody's like, oh my God, 2019, oh my God. Yep, she did that, she did that. I remember seeing her in concert and just enjoying myself. Um... And, it was actually a very good concert. It was a very, very good concert. So, she puts on a show, TV. But, as for this new era, I've been wondering what was going to happen. How was it going to sound? Um, you know, the Good As Hell, or, you know, yeah, Good As Hell album. Um, a lot of the videos and things like that. She was just being very body positive. Um beautiful uh we need that um but very like just breaking down boundaries every time she stepped out so how is she going to grow that sound you know what I mean and this song it doesn't feel like a song that is going to be blasting over the airwaves um but it does feel like it's an introduction to the new era of Lizzo. And I am here for it. I am here for it. It took me two listens to fall in love with the song, though. So, I don't know. Maybe because, like, I don't know. Like, the first read or the first hear, listen, I was just like, hmm. Mm, what is this giving? Um I have issue <laughs> with the use of a Grecian undertone, overtone. Um but that's because of my his history and um my historic knowledge, so to speak. <laughs> I was just like, uh, you, you couldn't go, like, committing with it? Like, you, you going Grecian with this? Okay. Um, (laughs) but, to be honest, To be honest, historically speaking, there's a lot of stuff that started elsewhere. It was not started in in Greece. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry to bust them bubbles, but they need to be bust. But anyway, so, but taking my history eye out of things. I think that's why I didn't like it at first with the first listen and watch of the video. I was just like, really? But then... (laughs) i remembered all that and i was just like okay okay let's just enjoy what's going on it's a bop it's a bop it feels like with the story of the song versus oh i'm just gonna hop on and do a verse and then hop off (laughs) i'm just i'm just gonna feature real quick it felt like she actually had a whole rap verse um, and that happened in uh, Wild Side as well. That was a whole-ass verse, you know. And so that's what I liked about it. Um, it was cute. The lyrics is cute. <laughs> the lyrics is cute. They is giving everything that I'm needing right now. Like, you know, mm, I was like, okay, listen, Okay. Okay. You know the dancers and uh, models for the video were all black women and women of size. Okay, so I was here for that. I love the animation of <laughs> of the so- of the story of the song. I also love the wardrobe. You can tell Sis got a budget now. She has a budget. A, a for real budget, <laughs> not just a, not just you know oh, we gonna give you like you know couple hundred there you gonna make it work, no this 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 go ahead and up it up it, I don't know how much, but it was a nice <laughs> increase, <laughs> but I also like the direction Lizzo is going, um, I really do I like. I love it, I love it I love it I'm here for her, I'm so proud of her Sticking it out You know um, This song is pretty much just Calling out All the haters, calling out all the People who just want to Spread rumors about her And all the things And she was just like, you know what, fine You know, let me just go ahead and make a whole song About it, so um, I watched an interview with her um and she was saying how she's had this song ready um since February of this year but you know they did change some things they built up the sound a little bit more and you know Cardi came through on the 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 thing and and and, and the rest is history or her story as she said so yeah I was just like okay okay I'm here for it so yeah go check out Lizzo's and Cardi B's rumors streaming everywhere and the video is available as well on YouTube enjoy yourself <laughs> it's such a bop Hello, 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 hello. In this next part of the show, <laughs> I am going to review Gunpowder Milkshake that is currently streaming on Netflix. It premiered on Netflix probably about three three weeks ago. Again. I, I delay some of these uh, reviews so I can really focus on the content I feel like when I'm rushing things um, I miss portions of the film or portions of the review that I really want to focus on so I'm taking my shame <laughs> with a lot of these reviews um, especially it's August, um, there's a lot of, like, what do I want to say? Like, this is a time of year where films are released that are going to be technically, um, nominated or put on the shortlist for the Academy Awards. This is about the, those are released. Um, Okay. So, yeah. Having said that, do I think Gunpowder Milkshake is going to be nominated technically? (sighs) No. I actually enjoy this movie. And before I get too deep into this, I am going to make a very bold statement here. Not every movie Is going to be for you. Right? There are people who love movies. But they cannot stay in horror movies. Or they don't like musicals. Uh, You know. They don't like comedies. The list goes on and on and on. Right? But what we're heading into now. And this is something that. I. Have been witnessing for the past 20 years is that and this comes to just art in general music, film whatever some of this stuff is not going to be for you and this is where the the statehood of reviewing things right is going to shift because milk gunpowder milkshake is not for dudes uh uh especially the ones that is not connected to their to their own femininity um (laughs) it's not for you and so this is a movie (laughs) uh like uh made for us made for us and by us. Meaning made for women for women. This isn't for this isn't for the dudes. It's not. It's not. It's not. And so when I first hipped onto this this uh narrative was you know, like I said over 20 years ago, and I remember when Shakira, I know we're talking music when we talk about Shakira. But when Shakira, when she put out her first English album, Laundry Service. And Rolling Stone had some man male critic review it, and he trashed it. And I went what? we're not listening to the same album my bruh like at all because that album is actually her best album but what happened after that cause she came on the spot you know doing her thing you know whenever she was doing all of that right but then what happened she got over sexualized got dumbed down so the men would get it now, baby, listen to me very carefully. I love my man, honey. I love my man. <laughs> yes. I love my man, but when it comes to certain things, they miss the mark, okay? And in that case, they hella missed the mark and warped Shakira into this I don't know now she, now where's she at now? I'm actually glad, like she has refound herself and is back to doing what Shakira does. Um, but did she have to go that route? You feel me? Did she did she have to go that route? Like she had to go a hell of route, right? So a lot of the reviews for Gunpowder Milkshake was like that. Was like, uh, you know, oh my gosh, because there's a lot of a lot of men critics. Because guess what? A lot of I think it's like eighty percent, ninety percent, eighty between eighty and ninety percent of critics are white cis men. <laughs> Yikes! So what's that saying, right? Um, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, These are the same people that had a problem with Birds of Prey, which was actually one of the best movies of 2020. Period. They didn't like it. Probably because it was not enough raunch, I guess, for them. I don't know. I can only guess. But it was not over-sexualized. It was actually very sophisticated you could actually tell that a woman wrote this you could tell that a woman was the costume designer you could tell that a woman directed this you could tell that it was curated by women and that's what I see in gunpowder milkshake now is the movie perfect no absolutely not I will say my my whole issue with the film is that the pacing was extremely off. um, Towards well, not about thirty or forty minutes into it, I'm like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. We is dragging. We is why is we dragging? The movie is an hour and fifty four minutes long. (laughs) So, if I'm picking that up at thirty minutes, at the thirty minute mark. Meaning, the beginning of Act 2? That's a problem. Okay? So that was my whole problem with the film. The pacing was off. It was very slow. And there were just... I don't don't know. Like, between the set action pieces, there there were these lulls, which I know is important to have. But... They have to actually like move the story ahead in a way that I'm not, you know, looking at my clock and just being like, "Hey, yo, now does that tank the movie? It does not. The reason why those lulls were not horrific <laughs> is the cast. Um, is the cast? It's headed by Karen Gillian. Or Gillen, my bad, my bad, my bad. Um, She, you know, was in Jumanji and the parts two and three of that with The Rock. Um, She also, of course, is in, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, So, (sighs) she's amazing. I think this whole cast is amazing. Um, Lena Headey um is also in this Karia I mean Carla Gugino Chloe Coleman did an amazing job Michelle Yao Angela Bassett Paul Giamatti all did amazing all did amazing and really helped cement the story that was lacking okay um I had a good time, though. I mean, I had a a really good time. Again, there was no over-sexualization of the women. There were, um, and trust me, a lesser hand or a lesser understanding hand would have done some things that were interesting um (laughs) but no they did a really good job here with that um definitely will watch this again uh I actually enjoyed it even though there was that big situation I had or, or problem I had with the series or not the series the show um I thought it was pretty good and I actually want to see more of this. I love the lighting. The cinematography was really good. Um, again, those action set pieces were amazing. Um, yeah, like, yeah, I got it. I got what was going on. Um, I really love Carla. So anything she's in, I just, I'm always like, yay. I don't know why, but I think she's just, an amazing actress and I just like seeing her and um, I'm trying to think, of course you know, when Michelle, y'all got into uh, combat formation so to so to speak I said, come on Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, come on sis, because you that girl, Angela Bassett you could tell she was having fun with this um of course I'm always going to love seeing her. But yes, this is a strong ass cast. Um I don't feel that anybody was wasted. I felt like everybody came on point and did what they needed to do. But because of the pacing and the build of the story, you could tell they were trying to really focus on, uh, you know, Karen's um Karen's character and her storyline but there wasn't much to that storyline does that make any sense? I hope that makes sense because <laughs> I was just like uh, so yeah they're like this is the synopsis of the story is um, when, when an assassin veers off mission to rescue a child she triggers a war with a powerful um crime syndicate and reunites a gun wielding sisterhood it's amazing like those parts are amazing so should you watch it if you have not watched it definitely watch this it's good it's good i really enjoyed it so yeah but until next time i will talk to you guys later oh what's my rating i have to give this like a 3.6 but i'd still watch it again but it's just not it, it could have been better. They needed to build the story better in order to really um, support the runtime because really this should have been a 90 minute movie. Um, because there wasn't much there, but they stretched things out. and I was just like, mm. so there was like an extra like 10, 15 minutes. That should have been shaved off you feel me so but all right that's all but I loved it so again it's not it's not for everybody these type of movies are not for everybody and that's just that's my take on it and yeah it is what it is child. It has come across my that during renegotiations for the Fox television show 911, um, Angela is getting four hundred and fifty thousand dollars per episode. Guess I had to put the hard P on that one, and all I can say is absolutely absolutely I mean I mean I brought this up in 2018 when I really started getting into the numbers game of this thing we call show this business we call show and I looked at her numbers for 2018 2018 And the films that she was a part of that year, two of which grossed over a billion dollars. Black Panther and Mission Impossible 7. Both of those are tied to franchises. Both. And they they made each individually, well the one Mission Impossible made over a billion. It It is the best one of the series, I have to say that and then black panther you know didn't it almost make two billion dollars at the box office or was it no it was close to two this up then i said do y'all understand what that what that does to your portfolio see what she's been able to do and I. I You know how I feel about the stocks and things of that nature and how Hollywood goes about, you know, negotiating, um, negotiating things. Um, And if you have the quickest way to build your stock up is to get them trophies, right? That's the quickest way. Or you can go the other route and just make a of super successful projects. and when you look at her filmography when you look at her biography bish this woman has done icons iconic performances over and over and over she has been a part of like I said billion dollar franchises All of these things, right? That portfolio is thick. So when you go now, when you have something like that and you go to the table and you're like, all right, you know, we doing this fifth season. I don't know if this is the last season or not. I'm not sure. But when we is at a table talking and and, you know, my credentials are on the table and you know, renegotiating a contract. You damn right. You damn right. I'm going to ask for something to compensate. my. And so that's what she did. And she was able to get that for hundred and fifty thousand an episode. Now, no, this isn't the biggest payout. Um, it's not I, I think friends may still know it's sex in the city as well um that where they get a million per um episode and you know uh that's another show <laughs> but for right here right now that is amazing she's the highest paid um black actress to be you know on tv right now so i'm here for it i'm here for it um no she may not have an oscar but she does have wins under her belt that helps her portfolio as well um and again like iconic she's iconic and they know that she brings in an audience there's people that watch it. I don't watch it. Um, I don't, but, um, hey, yo, I only watch it for Angela. So <laughs> I love it. I'm so happy for her. Go girl. go ahead and and talk about these these numbers, but not in the way that you're thinking. So, okay. We know that the movie directors or um, movie theater directors, association, whatever they are called, about Disney making almost as much as they did okay with Black Widow's first weekend or opening weekend. So, the movie theaters, the box office for that particular film was 80 million and Disney brought in on their own and it all went into their pockets. 60 million So the film made, in its opening weekend, $140 million, okay? That's huge. What the movie theater folks was mad about is that Disney made that much money on their own. And how they see it is, that would have been our money. That would have been our money. That's their thing, right? now, and this has been going on for a little bit you know i i I reflected on you know how much in the heights made um which was you- we know why it didn't there are extenuating circumstances though right now, okay, so people are up in arms um. And saying that the Suicide Squad tanked. It, it flopped. It did all the things. <sighs> and it made about $26 million, And that's what I thought it would make. I'm being honest. I look at numbers. And I look. It's not just I'm looking at numbers. I look at what is going on in the freaking world. So I don't know what other statistical information people are looking at but they have to look at the fact that we are in the second wave of this panoramic that is why these numbers are so called low right now I will give HBO and Warner Brothers credit. <laughs> they do not release their numbers at all. <laughs> so this movie was probably a huge hit <laughs> on HBO Max. But Warner ain't never gonna release some numbers. Okay? They was like, listen, when Disney did that, when they was like, we made 60 million dollars. <laughs> felt in my spirit that Warner was like, "You idiot." And then next thing you know, they get sued, right? <laughs> so I the purpose of this segment is that anyone who is upset about the film you know in this case right here right now about suicide, the Suicide Squad only making 26 million dollars at the box office and considering that a flop considering we are in the midst of a second wave of this panoramic I need them to take several seats this is not the same world y'all it's not this is not 2019 okay 2020 happened 2021 is is still happening because for some reason I don't want to say nobody learned a lesson but it's a lot of people out here that did not learn any of the lessons in 2020. And so now here we are again. People have a right to choose where they want to see a film safely. And if, it, if they don't feel that it's safe at a movie theater, guess what? They should have that option to either rent it or watch it. On a paid service. This is about options. For the audience. And. My concern. Has always been. Especially for movie theaters. I am. (laughs) I'm pro movie theater too. Is that they didn't. Adapt. They didn't get into the offices of Warner. They didn't get into the offices of Disney, of Paramount, of the big dogs, right? Even the stream giants. They didn't get into those offices and was like, hey yo, we need rights so we can do drive-ins. Some did that, some. But it is a minute number of theater directors who did that and so by them just sitting back waiting for this panoramic to shift waiting sorry about this dog oh my gosh it's it, it's not my dog it is not my dog I love animals but mm. um However, they did not they didn't they did not (laughs) they did not adapt. They did not strike those deals. They did not learn a lesson. Because they know that now we're back in this, in this midst of things, right? They know that they cannot survive another year or another winter, like 2020's winter. But again, why did they not adapt? I've had to adapt so many people I know around me so many businesses I and business owners I know have had to adapt so why didn't they? There is a divide here because I'm going to be very honest 90, 90% of the people I know are cool with just Watching it at home, and a lot of people did a lot of my counterparts did do that um hell, I did that, so what i what I need and what I really would wish, and I know this is a fallacy for me to even say this, so it's wishful thinking I want these millionaire folks to sit they asses down and get they lives together just like the rest of us had to get our lives together and adapt They're, I'm like how in the world did y'all not have a backup plan just in case something went haywire well guess what the haywires here and <laughs> since we got millions of folks out here living their best life as as they feel they should and they do have that right right uh we going to be here for a minute we're gonna be here for a minute so in my eyes I feel the Suicide Squad did just fine with what is going on this is not a time for all of this vitriol towards these streaming giants it's really not because I'm going to side on this on their side. I really am on the streaming giants side. I am. Um not that I don't support local theater, not that I don't support the national brands. That is not what I'm saying because I do, but right now my health is more important than your bottom line son and I just cannot get through to these national (laughs) media companies which is fine because I have my own media company and I'm doing what I do I really do wish, and I know again, like I said, it's wishful thinking, that they would stop with this propaganda against, because they're creating this divide, and I don't like it. I don't like it. It's tainting the, the artistry that is being released, um... It's not a good look, and I'm I'm not here for it. So yeah, I was like, let me get on, let let me get on here. It's like I I, I just want these these big conglomerates, and, you know, AMC, them. I want y'all to sit down with these companies and figure out how to set up the outdoor viewing with these new movies because a lot of them don't have that they have the outdoor opportunities but they're like like Jurassic Park everybody they mama done seen that movie y'all like you got to get this new stuff but they ain't doing that. They're not doing that. And so it's like, well... What, why are you mad at Disney? Why are, you, why are you mad at Warner Brothers? Why are you pointing fingers? You pointing fingers at everybody... But you ain't looking in the mirror at yourself... Because you made that decision... Along with your shareholders... To do exactly what y'all doing... And it's backfiring... And you know, like I said... They can't survive another winter like 2020. But guess what? That's probably what these numbers are looking like. That's probably what's going to happen. But they didn't... They didn't get their stuff together. They didn't learn their lesson. (sighs) And so, the same people, the same businesses that... They are pointing fingers at and are so mad at. Guess who's going to swoop in and buy your ass out? Them same companies. So it appears. That Jamie Spears, Britney, has agreed to step aside as her conservator, um, according to Billboard and the Hollywood Reporter. This just happened today. Um, this is this is good news. This is good news for Britney. Um, but it I feel and I hope. That this case sends those shock waves through the court system. Um, we'll see if that happens. Maybe that's just my wishful thinking again. Um, because there are many people who are being abused by the courts and family members. Okay, with these type of agreements, so I am happy for her. Um, this is a victory for her. Do you hear what I keep saying? For her, this this ain't my victory. It's not. Um, it's it's not. So, but I am happy for her. Um, they also were saying. Well, they being her, her lawyer, um, who was a, a formal, a formal uh, federal prosecutor, I was like, oh no, this this going to end badly. This going to end badly for a lot of people who co-signed this. I feel a certain type of way for the judge, who is a black woman, who has been on this case for 13 years. I feel bad, I feel bad for her um because this is not gonna end well for a lot of people um, <laughs> it, it it's not gonna end well it's not it's not gonna end well so yeah i'm 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 happy for her this is you know this isn't the end. Her lawyer said that too he was like it's, you know we' gonna keep it popping, keep it rolling so Yeah. Wow. Wow. Go heal, Brittany. Go live your life. We are proud of you. I know I am. Um, Let us know when it's safe to stream your music again. Okay? (laughs) Because I have been on a strike of sorts. (laughs) Because the money was not going directly to her, it was going to her imprisonment. So, hallelujah, hallelujah. is Livy's Corner for this week um <laughs> I'm just chilling you know what I mean I you know <laughs> yes we're in 2021 I don't think the box office um is going to recover until like 2022 at the earliest um That's just my take on it. Um, It is unfortunate. um, But again, these things happen. Um, You know, it wasn't too long ago that the mom and pop movie theaters were pushed um, out of business because of the bigger chains. And now it seems that that karmic lesson is coming back. To haunt those big chains. The only one really. There's two left standing. But the only one that's really. The gray big one is AMC. So we'll see what happens. Um, for me like I said. It's it's about my health. And. Um, it's about my health. That is important to me so if i have the ability to watch it at home screen it at home i'm going to do that um as for the rest of the show definitely check out vivo if you have not it is currently streaming on netflix i gabby is hands down the breakout character of the year. Um, and it, and it's just funny that she's. You know. <laughs> it's an animated character. But she made. Such a huge splash. And young Miss Simo. She should be so. Proud of herself. And I do. Want to see more of her. I watched an interview. Um, with her. And it was. It was so darling it was and she was just like it's all about manifestation you know this is you know I manifested this Uh, opportunity is gonna lead to other opportunities I said oh yes oh yes she knows she's talking about she's got a good head on her shoulders that's what we need Um, (laughs) and then you know gunpowder milkshake I enjoyed it I had a good time I thought that was made for me I, I like watching, um, you know, action movies where women can just kick booty and, and not have to worry about fitting some stereotype, like some over-sexualized thingamajig, you know. like And so that's what I really loved about that film. Um, I did. I enjoyed it. As for Miss Brittany as for miss angela you know what these women is out here reclaiming their time, energy, and yes, you going to have to pay them. You going to have to pay them baby, all the coins. All the coins. So, that's it for Livy's corner this week. Take care of yourself. Um If you have not watched Vivo. Go watch it. And if you have not downloaded. uh, My own drum. From Vivo. Go do that for yourself. Go do that for yourself. I'm serious. I almost posted. About it. I haven't yet. and I probably will. (laughs) At Sony Pictures. Sony Animation. um, This is the song you need to submit to the academy don't you submit that other sappy don't you don't you do that you that's the one because it is just it has the three c's (laughs) all right y'all take care bye